You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Uh, this is more of a Buccaneer podcast, but, you know, it's the offseason, so we're going to talk a little NFL, but we may basically talk about the Buccaneers because that's, that's our team. Um, the offseason, there's going to be a lot of things going on, free agency, uh, maybe trades. You don't see as many trades these days, but uh, we have a lot of different, we have a lot of big name players on this team that are up for free agency. So there's going to be some movement. This team's not going to look the same next year. When you talk about Mike Evans and Levante uh, David and you talk about uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, and, and then our quarterback, Baker Mayfield, those are not small names, okay? Um, Tristan Wirth is going to have to be taken care of. You know, this whole thing uh, about getting things done early, you know, let me tell you this about free agency, okay? The Buccaneers are not going to sign Baker Mayfield early. They're just not going to do it. They're not going to sign Mike Evans early either. Do you know why? Because the market value is not set yet, okay? So there's been people mess around and go, oh, that's a lot of money, and then they sign something, and everybody, when free agency starts, everybody gets 25% more money. So if you're a free agent, you go to free agency. That's the way to do it. You know, there's been rumors that uh, the Patriots are interested in, in, in Baker Mayfield. I've heard the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've heard the Chicago. I've heard a lot of different teams. What you hear in the offseason is also bubkiss because nobody's going to tell you really what they're trying to do. Nobody. Nobody shows their hand like in poker, okay? Nobody, if you're a front office person and you're looking after going out to Baker Mayfield and, and you spill the beans, you'll be fired. So all this crap in the offseason, rumors, it's just a rumor mill that people have to talk about, and here I am talking about it. So what happens in the draft? Oh, I heard from, you didn't hear from nobody, okay? That's why mock drafts and stuff are not happening on in the trenches. I hate a mock draft. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I, you don't know, you're going to make a mock draft in December not knowing, you know, what's going to happen in free agency and what trades, it's stupid. It don't make any sense. So you're not going to get a lot of mock drafts over here. So the Patriots are looking at Baker Mayfield. I guess they're the big team. It's time to end the, the Mac Jones thing. Mac Jones was okay for a little bit. He got way too much credit, and he really is not a great quarterback. He's very limited. He, he has a little Mike Glennon in him, and uh, that's not a good thing. Sorry if you're a Mike Glennon fan, whichever which ones of you, if there's still Mike Glennon fans out there. Belichick is gone. I don't know why Baker Mayfield would think that the Patriots are more appealing than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. First of all, it's in New England. We're in Tampa Bay. I'm not going there, not if I don't have to. They don't have more talent than us. You just came from a system that you know now, although it's going to change a little bit. You know the coach. You know the fan base. The fan base loves you. There's going to be Baker Mayfield's jerseys next year. That's what people want. People want to be loved, okay? So if you go to New England, you throw a couple bad passes, they're going to hate on you. Baker Mayfield could come here next year and play okay, and you'll still love him. I don't see Baker Mayfield going anywhere. I really don't. I mean, if I was Baker Mayfield and Baker Mayfield's wife, they've established uh, roots here, fun fundraisers and all kinds of things. I'd be talking right now with the Buccaneers. I'm gonna go. Ch- I'm gonna check it out, but I want to stay. I want to. St- I guarantee Baker Mayfield wants to stay here with his teammates. Now he also wants Mike Evans to be signed. Mike Evans is gonna be different, people, because I know. 
as a Buccaneer fan, you want Mike Evans to be signed. But as a Buccaneer fan, you have to watch yourself now because watch what you wish for. Because if Mike Evans, and I've been saying for four or five years now, Mike Evans is going to tail off, he hasn't yet. So he's kind of like, the LeBron, I call him LeBron James of football because he just kind of changes what he is, but he always, he's, always, he's always there. He's always getting the yards, he's always getting touchdowns. It's going to stop eventually, okay? But I've been saying it for a while. You want to give Mike Evans a five-year contract or a four-year contract right now? Somebody may offer that to him. And if you give somebody a four-year contract, you give a lot more guaranteed money. I see Mike Evans leaving. I see Mike Evans going. I really do. Unless Mike Evans wants to stay. But nobody wants to stay in lieu of a bunch of money. It just that's, it doesn't work. There's not that type of home field advantage or home team discount. They don't count. Not when you talk about tens of millions of dollars. That's not happening because it's the last time that Mike Evans is going to get a chance to dip and make his money. So that's going to be very interesting. I guess the Bucks had up to today to re-sign him, and they would have saved a bunch of money under the cap. Not happening, people. He, once again, the market value is not set. Once the market value is set, like when, when say, Mike, somebody, some other receiver signs a contract, that Mike Evans can put his contract, his statistics up against, Mike Evans' statistics against anybody's are, are very, very impressive. I don't care how many years you want to do it. You can do from the eternity of his career. Mike Evans' statistics go up against anybody's for the for the duration of his career. And it's getting to a point where he's doing it as, as well as anybody at this point of his career. All right? He may not be as explosive as, you know, Randy Moss. But for God's sakes, Mike Evans has been Mr. Mr. Relevant for a long ass time. And if he leaves, and when he leaves, and you know he's still going to go down as the best ever, best receiver ever. It's not. It's not even close. Now, when you talk about Antoine Winfield Jr., the Bucks will franchise tag him. The Bucks will franchise tag him, and then we'll go from there. I don't know. I guess I had forty-seven million dollars, something like that, under the cap. I don't know who's getting what, who needs to get paid. I don't know what the sound. I don't know what it's like. It's going to be like next year because it changes every year. The front office knows how much the cap's going to change somewhat, so they they're going to know how much money they have or don't have. If you don't have to pay Antoine Winfield Jr. for a five year deal, maybe you don't. You're going to have to do it to Tristan Wirth. Tristan Wirth will never step on the field again without a new contract. That I promise. If I was Tristan Wirth's uh, agent, I wouldn't even have him there in the off season. Do not get that son of a gun hurt. Strengthen that ankle, work, lift, whatever. Do not get hurt. Tristan Wurst will never step on the field, on an NFL field again without a new contract. It's not going to happen. He's on his first contract. I, I don't know what he makes, maybe 8, 9, 10, something like that. He will make 30. Easy. If not more, he's going to break the bank. A guy who can play right tackle and left tackle and who doesn't miss games and plays hurt and plays through injury, forget it. Tristan Wirth's going to get a lot, a lot of money. So it's going to cost a lot. But that's something that Jason Light can get innovative with. You can give him a 10-year contract, make the back end of it you know, bogus. But there's things you can do to kind of manipulate contracts and you know manipulate that salary cap. And Jason Light needs to figure out how to get that done. If you look at the next hit with the Buccaneers, 
Like, to me, the Buccaneers had an unbelievable season, okay? If you don't believe me, this is what Bruce, Bruce Arians was uh, interviewed. I didn't look to see who did the interview, and um, I'm, I'm sorry I don't give you your credit, but um, somebody did an interview with Bruce Arians, and they're asking him about Todd Bowles. And it, sound, it sounds like the exact same words I've been saying here on this, on this podcast. I think what he did was fantastic, the way he weathered through the storm this year and kept the team, the team together. This team... Eight weeks ago, you guys would not have bet on this team to win a playoff game. No way. So something happened in that locker room to make those guys buy in. They, they were a different team for week six than they were in week 14. Something happened to make those guys buy in, and you have to give that credit to the head coach, okay? Um, new quarterback, new system, new play callers. It takes time. He kept it going. Winning the division, being on uh, NFC team, being in the playoffs for four straight years, that's pretty strong. I agree with everything that uh, Coach Arian said. Coach Bowles, to me, gets an A from last year. I'm still hearing people, I don't like Todd Bowles. So this is, this is my problem with the average fan, okay? And I said this about Brock Purdy last year. If, if sexier quarterbacks did the exact same thing Brock Purdy did, it'd be a different look. The narrative be different. I'm still hearing people saying, he's a system quarterback. Get the hell out of here. He went toe-to-toe with, with, with Mahomes. Uh, the guy's barely lost the game. The last time he left the, lost a relevant game, he tore his shoulder out the socket. He went back in the game. I like me some Brock Purdy. He's going to he won't have to get paid again, too, and I don't know if San Francisco is the right place to get paid. I don't know if Shanahan and Lynch are the ones who you know, roll out the Brinks truck for a guy that they probably don't because they succeed with everybody. So that's going to be a tough situation. Now, do I think Brock Purdy would be the same quarterback if he goes elsewhere? No, but that doesn't make him a system quarterback because he's playing at a high level and his statistics this year were almost as good as everybody else's. As far as the Buccaneers in the offseason, you'd think that they right now they don't have a quarterback, they don't have a receiver, they don't have Levante David. They made, There's a lot of things they don't have. And that's what the odds makers see. The odds makers, you, they can't, they can't put a number on the potential. If you think the Buccaneers are going to re-sign Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans and Tristan Wurz and Antoine Winfield Jr., I would go put money in the Buccaneers right now. The Buccaneers are a plus seven thousand to win the Super Bowl. That means if you bet a hundred dollars, you win seven thousand dollars. So it's obvious that. Las Vegas doesn't believe the Buccaneers are going to be that good that good next year. I might put a hundred bucks on that myself. I mean, this year, I mean, the Buccaneers didn't win, but we're that far. I mean, you win one more game, and you you know you're almost there. So listen, winning a Super Bowl is tough, but I saw something this year that, that hopefully they could build on. Next year, the Super Bowls in New Orleans. Um, Let's start to petition right now for the halftime show. Who the halftime show must be? Who does it have to be? It has to be Lil Wayne. Period. Best rapper alive from New Orleans. Do yourself a favor and ask who has Lil Wayne not done a song with? Go to start the list. Who has he not done a song with? I know he's been obviously done a song with Jay Z, who is the one who makes decisions. So I think that might go a long way. He's always repped New Orleans, always. He's done sh- songs with Kanye West, Rick Ross, Drake, Birdman, Nicki Minaj, Eminem, Wiz Khalifa. 
Bruno Mars, Beyonce, Fat DJ Khaled, all of them. He's done songs with everybody. Imagine the people he can bring up there on stage. Gotta be Lil Wayne. And I will be watching. I will be watching. And a lot of times I don't really give a crap. Usher? Eh. Usher, I thought it was amazing. I thought I, I thought the halftime show was fantastic. I thought the one in LA was fantastic with Dr. Dre. It's not really my thing. Lil Wayne, that's gonna be my thing, that's for sure. So let's start the petition right now. I know he's even brought it up, so I know he wants to do it. Anyways, I'm going to try to get this in the trenches out every single week. There's always things to talk about in the NFL, and our beloved Buccaneers have a lot of things going in the offseason. So if you want to hit me up on social media, it's Ian underscore Beckles, and make sure you're listening to all the other podcasts as well. And come here by here by the uh, Dignitary Cafe, best coffee and creative in, in town. We also serve Kawa Coffee, so we have the best coffee in town as well. And it's local, one love. And uh, Creative Loafing, that's for you. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.